Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. This is Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni, which is short for anonymous over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people. Um, don't forget that I have ebooks available. Today is February 5th of 2016, and um, there's less than a month that 28 Days to Hope for Your Home will be available as an ebook. Um, and then it's going to kind of go dark for a while because it will be included as an appendix at the end of my real traditionally published book that will come out November 8th. So if you are desperate, go get 28 Days to Hope for Your Home. If you're listening to this after November 8th, go buy my real book. So anyway, um, just want to make sure that you know that that um, is kind of you know, what is it? Scarcity? Is that what they call it? Yeah, it's not going to be around forever. So go get it if you can. Okay, so um, this is podcast number 82, which is just a little bit crazy. But anyway, it's podcast number 82. And um, I'm so sorry that I did not release a podcast last week. Uh, My book edits were due. And um, I honestly kind of was like, Oh, I bet you I can do that in a week. And the week before had just been crazy with all these different ridiculous things happening. And so I had been like, oh, okay, well, I was going to work on it, but okay, I'll just get myself next week. Well, oh my goodness, those edits kicked my tail. Um, even though like I got really great feedback and so I was thinking, oh, okay, well it's not going it, to, yeah, it's still it kicked my tail. I had to write two new chapters just to kind of cover some things, um, that, that they thought I should cover, which is, the reason I'm so excited to have a great editor, um, because she is very smart and told me some things I should cover and she was right. So here I am rambling about that. But anyway, basically I'm just giving you my excuse for why I did not put out a podcast last week. Um, but here we are this week and this is podcast number 82. If you want to get the show notes for this, um, just go to aslobchemsclean.com slash podcasts with an S. If it is not linked directly, um, you can go down to the bottom and see, uh, see my latest podcasts here. Um, and then you will find them because if you're listening, it is on the blog, I promise. Um, okay. So we're going to talk today about why it worked this time. Um, I have shared before that, um, I have a patron system. If you'd like to be a patron of the show, um, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes clean. And, um, that is where, oh, anyway, you can sign up to be a patron at different levels, but the people who are at three and $5 a month or more, um, get to participate in a monthly private hangout just for those people. And so anyway, you know, it's just getting going. And, um, so there was, uh, Erica and I had a hangout because, um, even though it's supposed to be for all the patrons, um, not everybody can be there. And it was just Erica and I this time. So that was really fun and I enjoyed it. Um, and she asked, you know, she just asked me several questions. And one of them was a question that to me is kind of the main question that I had anytime I was looking at, oh my goodness, how can I get my house under control? And I think it honestly is the main question that most people have. And so I thought, well, I'm going to answer that. I've talked about it before, but, um, basically her question was this, you know, she said, I tried such and such and 
you know, that everybody knows about. And when she found that she was all gung ho and thrilled and excited and, oh my goodness, this is going to change my life. And she went full force into it and then it fizzled. And then, you know, she found another method and was all excited and went full force into it and failed. Um, and then the part where I'm, I guess I'm kind of bragging (laughs) anyway, but you know, she said, but I've been doing, um, so much better for the last year following, you know, what you do. And, um, so she was asking, you know, what's the, what was the difference for you between other methods that had failed in the past? And then, um, this time, you know, and so I'm going to answer that here because it's so important. Here's the main thing that I have to offer. And that is six years plus of almost daily blog posts detailing the ups and the downs and the successes and the failures. Because here's the thing, when I would read about a method, I would get excited. I mean, I would be thrilled to go, oh my goodness, this is it. This is finally going to work. Um, and I tried method after method and I researched methods and I read about methods and, um, and I would get really excited and then I would fail again at that method. And, um, and every time that happened, I would get more and more deflated and I would think, well, this is not possible because it's, it's like here reading about a method made me go, okay, well, this works for some people. Other, this is how other people do it. This is how they're able to keep their house from looking the way that mine seems to look all the time, no matter what I try. Okay. So that, you know, that's, that's how I viewed it. I was like, okay, well this works for other people. So I would try that and then I would fail and I would think, well, okay, nothing's going to work for me because obviously what works for other people does not work for me. Um, but when I started the blog, um, I remember, I I think it was early on, probably in the first couple of weeks, you know, nobody even knew about the blog at that point. I was writing just into cyberspace with no one was reading it. Um, but I said something, I remember saying something about, oh, I'm sure that, I'm sure that over the course of this, I will review different, um, methods and books and things that I'll try, you know, because that's what I assumed I needed to do. I assumed I needed to find the right method that was going to work for me. Um, yeah, I never did that. Um, I think I've talked about, um, how not to be a messy, which was a really, it was a book that my mother gave me for Christmas one year. And let's just, I'll be honest that, um, you got to have a certain relationship to give somebody a book called that. Um, which is one of the reasons that my book is going to be called how to manage your home without losing your mind. Cause I feel like that's less like, you know, anyway. Um, but it's a really fun book. I highly recommend that you read it. It was really good. Um, but I have lost my train of thought. So I'm just going to pretend like I knew where I was going with this. Anyway, I remember reading that book and enjoying it so much, but there was a chapter, I think it was chapter four for some reason. Um, I, or, or maybe that was in another one. Um, I skipped the chapter on how to actually start changing things. Um, so I loved reading about it. I loved reading about her problems. I loved reading about, um, I I think in that one, she had like different, different 
reasons that people struggled with messiness, you know, like some people it's because of this, some people it's because of this, you know, and it was like, Ooh, I see a little bit of myself there. And I see a little bit of myself there. You know, I really enjoyed that. And I, I do highly recommend that book. Um, but when it got to the chapter of, okay, create a notebook, you know, get things together. Let's, let's get this figured out how you're going to do it. I skipped over that because that overwhelmed me. Um, I think, isn't there a book called the, that the slob sisters wrote? Um, I really enjoyed that one as well. I I read that, um, soon before, I think the summer before I started this blog, I think I found the book itself at a garage sale or something. And, um, and I loved it. But again, when it got to the actual chapter about what to do, I skipped it. I think that was the one where it was chapter four. But I mean, like where it was, okay, this is how you actually make changes in your house. I skipped that chapter because it just completely overwhelmed me. Um, because I, here's the thing. I would look at it as, okay, this is how I start on this project. But then I would look at my house and I would go, this project is so beyond me. I can't do this. You know, it, it's a lot like, like a diet, you know, it, when you hear the people who are successful are the ones who make it a lifestyle change. Well, when I hear that, I go, okay, then I have to change. Everything about me has to change. Everything familiar in my life of the way that I've been doing thing ha- things has to change I'm not quite ready to say I'm done being the person I've always been and I'm going to be a completely different person starting right now. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's overwhelming. And so I would get overwhelmed and I would not actually start. I mean, I gained things from both of those books. Don't get me wrong, but I never actually started because the thought of everything's going to have to change was just so completely overwhelming to me. And so, um, so I assumed that I was going to find the method one day. Well, um, the main thing I realized about a year in, um, my little statement that started running through my head over and over and over again was methods don't change my house or no, no, no I'm sorry. Hopefully it's not as profound when I mess up, is it? Anyway, methods don't clean my house. I have to clean my house. That was my big profound moment of realization, but it wasn't a moment where someone told me that. And then I changed everything. It was by cleaning my house. If you know my story, you know that when I started the blog, I was so desperate. I didn't have time to read about how to clean my house before I just started cleaning it. Okay. I was starting this blog. I was like, okay, I've got a major problem. I've got to deal with this. I don't know what to do. I'm going to go do the dishes. And I did the dishes every day. And as I did those, then I started to understand the method, the routine, the timing that works in our house for our family. And then I started to understand basic housekeeping principles of if I do them every day, it takes me 15 minutes each day. If I skip a day, it takes 45 minutes the next day. If I skip two days, it we're at like three hours. It's this crazy dishes, dirty dishes, math thing that happens that I had to realize, but it wasn't a method. It was just doing the dishes. 
Okay. Um, so I knew, yes, I had done the same thing that we talked about in the hangout. Um, going gung ho. Yes, this is it. I'm going to change everything, taking on too much, getting overwhelmed. And here was the issue. I would miss a day. Okay. I would, you know, set up, this is what all I'm going to do with my house and in my life. And I would set up this day. I would set up this routine, this method, get it going. And then I would miss a day. And then I would miss another day. And then when life got crazy, as my slob vision flared up, as I had some other project going on that was keeping my focus and life got crazy and things got out of control again, I would look at my house and go, well, that method didn't work. The truth was I just hadn't done the dishes for three days. It's not that the method didn't work. It's that I hadn't done the dishes for three days. And so I would throw out the whole method. I would be like, well, okay, well that didn't work. I don't know what to do now. And then I would go back to my piddly cleaning, you know, which is one of the issues that, um, I used to really struggle with. And I still do. It's one of those things I have to verbally talk myself through all the time. We talked about visibility, visibility, visibility in the last podcast. Um, and visibility is so everything, you know, but I would do the piddly cleaning thing. I'd be like, okay, it's time to clean my house from top to bottom. And I would go work on the master bedroom closet, you know, when the dishes were piled up all over the counter. Um, cause dishes, well, of course I'll get to that eventually, you know, but it's like doing things in order so that I made visible impact is the thing that I wasn't doing, but that's the only thing I personally that made sense to my brain. And so that's where I would start when a method failed And then I would be back into this same, you know, cycle of, oh, well, I don't know what to do. Oh, well, even when I put in lots and lots of, um, I'm kind of worried that one of my neighbors is, um, having problems. I'm going to pause this real quick and go check. Sorry. Hold on. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Um, did y'all hear it? I don't know if you could hear in the background the sirens going off, but it's like it um, just kind of stopped, sounded like, when it got by my house. But anyway, I don't see a ambulance or fire truck, so I guess we're okay. Um, so anyway, that was how things went for me. Um, try a method. Life happened. I fell off the wagon or on the wagon or whatever it is. Um, I fell off the wagon and, oh, well... Okay, well, that method didn't work, and I didn't pick it back up. That was the issue. I didn't get back to what had been working for a small amount of time. I didn't go back to it because I blamed the method, not myself. Um, so that is the difference this time, okay, is realizing because I just kept going, realizing that failure is going to happen. I'm going to have times where I get consumed in something else or life just happens and my dishes aren't done. I mean, right now, should I tell you all this right now? I have dirty dishes still on the table, the breakfast table. I know I'm writing a book. I really should not admit this, but anyway, um, Yeah, I have dirty dishes on the breakfast table from Wednesday night. I'm just going to be honest, okay? Um, Because I call it a breakfast table, but that's where we eat dinner. Anyway, that is 
Wednesday night is crazy. I know I'm making excuses, but here we go. It's my podcast. Um, anyway, so Wednesday night's crazy because we have to eat dinner, dinner super early, which means basically I bring the kids home from school and I go pick up whoever and, um, it's like dinner gets made and we eat at five o'clock, which is pretty ridiculously early for us. Um, but anyway, so we eat because one kid has to be at church at five 30 and then the rest have to be there at six 20. And so it, it, that's just, it's just crazy, you know? And so, I didn't do the dishes after dinner on Wednesday night. I'm just being honest. Well, then guess what happened yesterday? Oh, my word, y'all. My in-laws, I love them, and I'm so thankful that we're able to help them. Um, But they lost their cell phone on um, Wednesday, and um, we're just sure they had left it somewhere, somehow, someplace on their errands that they had run the day before. And actually kind of freaked out anyway. So ended up turning it off, like having it officially turned off because they were so afraid. I guess that somebody who had stolen it and was going to, I don't know, run up the bill. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so I had said, okay, well, I'll come in. It's an hour away. I said, I'll come in and I'll, you know, help you get because they were due for an upgrade anyway. I said, I'll help you get a new phone. Well, um, they found it. It was next to the computer and their house is not messy. Like mine tends to be, I mean, we're talking like, anyway, it was underneath my father-in-law's paper towel that he uses, you know, he just carries with him all the time anyway. So, um, yeah, it was just a crazy day and there was traffic and, um, I had to go up to, um, to help them with getting the phone turned back on, um, Okay. So just a little hint. Um, here's the thing. I feel like most of y'all who are listening probably are like me in that we don't freak out when we lose something immediately. Cause I just have this mentality of, ah, it'll turn up. (laughs) So I told my mother-in-law, I said, okay, next time don't freak out for at least two days because it's probably going to turn up. It's probably going to turn up. Okay. Anyway, um, I mean, for me, I mean, I'm, I told my husband, I was like, hey, our way is so much better. We lose something and we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure we'll find it eventually. <laughs> I'm not going to worry for another month about it anyway. But I guess when your house is always clean that if you can't find something, it is more stressful. So everybody live like me. Okay. Um. Anyway, so it was just this crazy day that then had a band concert for one kid and away basketball game for another kid and basketball pictures for another kid. It was just crazy. And so this morning, my husband and I have a prayer time and um, I sat down at the breakfast table and I went, oh my word, we didn't even eat at home yesterday and there's still dirty dishes on the table. Okay, that's failure. That's like full on failure. I mean, that is just... Yes, it used to be my norm. At least now it's weird for me. But it's failure. I mean, that that's embarrassing. But it doesn't mean that I go, oh, well, I guess my method of running the dishwasher at night and emptying it in the morning didn't work. No, you know what happened? I didn't run the dishwasher at night and I didn't empty it in the morning. It's not the method that's the problem. It was me that was the problem. So what do I need to do? Oh, I don't know run the dishwasher and then empty it. I I mean, 
it's so ridiculously obvious to someone who feels like in general, I'm a very practical person. Um, but for some reason, that's just not how I treated all this before. I didn't treat it as, oh, well, I just kind of got off track. I need to get back on track. It was, oh, well, okay, well, that doesn't work. Here we are back to not knowing what to do, not understanding why my house is like this all the time. And, and obviously when that happens, my Southern accent increases significantly. Okay. So again, what is it that's different this time for me, which, you know, talking to Erica, I'm pretty sure, you know, I mean, sounds like this is what's different for her too. It's just the keep it on going, acknowledging that failure is going to happening, happen, acknowledging that failure is, is going to come that, that you're going to get off track and that that doesn't mean it's over. Here's the thing. This is not a game to win. Okay. This is not something that we win Whew, my house is clean. That was my problem before. I would clean like a maniac, have a perfect house, and think I was done. Well, I'm not done ever. It works much better for me to clean a little every day, even though I'm not getting it perfect every single day. It's still I'm doing something every day or not on days yesterday, like yesterday, but then the next day doing something again. Because that makes my house so much better off overall and actually ends up making me not have to do those crazy mad woman cleaning days like I had to do before. Okay. Um, oh my word, this is one of those days. But it's my in-laws calling from their cell phone. So obviously they haven't lost it. Okay. Um, let's see. Then, oh, okay. So it comes back to the project mentality. I'm so sorry. This has been a distractible podcast, um, which I'm doing on purpose so that you can understand that distractions happen. See, I just live it out. Um, project mentality. When I start doing better in my house and then I go back, you know, two steps forward, three steps back, whatever it is, um, it's not a failed project. It's just life. It's life. And I just have to keep going. My house is not a project. Unfortunately, I wish it was a project. I totally wish that, um, that I could, you know, give it a beginning, a middle and an end and get this thing kicked once and for all, but it's not, it's just not a project. And even though in the beginning, that was disappointing to me. Now it's a huge relief to go, Oh, so I haven't failed. I just need to get those dishes put in the dishwasher and get it run. Because guess what? Friday nights, I don't cook. And so woohoo. Yay. It's totally worth it to get that done. But even when it's a Thursday night, it's still worth it to get it done because I know that as long as I keep that dishwasher running, even when I get behind, it's going to catch me up eventually. Okay. Um, here's the thing. It is a lifestyle change. It's a total lifestyle change. But for me, the lifestyle change came with the mental change, which came with the actually doing something, doing something, even if I feel like I'm never going to be able to maintain this, I'm just going to do it for today. And then the next day going, 
I don't know, I'm just going to do the dishes again. And the next day, okay, I'm going to do the dishes again. And then three days later, because life happened and the dishes are piled up again, I go, I'm just going to do the dishes again. And through doing that, I had mental understanding and a mental change that ultimately has resulted in a lifestyle change. It used to take me two weeks to be willing to open my door to strangers. Now, not to strangers, to anybody, I'm sorry, anybody who was not immediate family, um, used to take me two weeks to get ready to get my house because my house was a constant disaster. Panic in my heart at the thought of having people over into my home. Now, my in-laws were able to come down for a basketball game this weekend, which was amazingly excited last weekend. Sorry. Um, exciting. Sorry, I can't talk today. Anyway, it was amazingly exciting that they were able to come down because if you've been around, you know that my mother-in-law's health has been so bad over the last couple of years, but I mean, that's, that's where we are. That's huge that they were able to, um, you know, come to our kids basketball game. Anyway, um, I didn't know if we were going to come back to the house after, but I took like an hour and a half to, you know, I had the family do a 10 minute pickup because that's where we were. We needed a 10 minute pickup. This was my week of edits that I was working on, um, where I was completely tunnel visioned. Um, I, you know, my, I worked, you know, got the kitchen cleaned up, got the house and I was perfectly fine having them come over in an hour and a half. That was, and it wasn't even a crazy frantic hour and a half. I could have probably done it in 30 minutes if I felt like moving that fast. But you know, that's, that's the difference. That's the lifestyle change. The lifestyle change change comes in those moments where I don't panic about having somebody into my house because we have been doing five minute pickups somewhat consistently, if not every single day. Even if we miss a day, it's still worth it to have a five minute pickup whenever it crosses our minds. Okay. I say our minds. That's me and my husband, my kids, it might cross their mind and they would not say a word because, you know, then we'd have to do it. So anyway, um, but that to me, I feel like the main thing I have to offer is showing failure showing that I'm not amazing and yet keep going. And yet I keep going. Okay. So what is it that's different this time? I kept going. Um, I may have told this story on the podcast before, but you know, I have a friend who I don't see very often. I I call her a friend, you know, it's somebody who we had soccer, our kids were in soccer together and at the age where we all brought our little chairs out and we're there for every practice. So, you know, I mean, it's really sweet lady and I like her, but we don't see each other very often because our kids, you know, played soccer together for a couple seasons. And now we see each other in, you know, different random situations around town. Um, but I saw her and I didn't recognize her because she'd lost so much weight. I mean, she just looked like a different person. And so, uh, we ended up sitting next to each other at a basketball game and I said something to her about, Um, you know, I said, wow, you just look so great. I said, you know, what is it that you have done? And she said, you know, this time I just didn't quit. She goes, I'd always quit before when I would try to lose weight. And this time I just didn't quit. That's the only difference. 
she said, yeah, I mean, I've tried some different things and everything. She kept, I just didn't quit. I just kept going. And to me, that is the most beautiful statement ever. Don't quit. Whatever your house looks like right this moment, it is what it is. Go from there. Don't quit. As long as you don't quit, then even when you fail, you haven't really failed. It's just life. It happens. It happens more often to people like me with T-pad and slob vision and all the crazy things, you know? I mean, it's just life. So anyway, okay. I'm going to quit there. Again, I just want to remind you that um, 28 Days to Hope for Your Home will be going away very soon. So get that if you don't have it. Um, it's available on Amazon for the Kindle as well as in a PDF that you can purchase on my website directly, aslobcomesclean.com. It's right there on the sidebar if you're on desktop. Um, if not, um, scroll down and oh, oh, I know what it is. The top right corner, there's like three lines or something. You can click on that and it will show you my categories and ebooks is one of those categories. So, um, go to those, um, if you want to be part of these private hangouts, which I'm sure eventually we'll have more than one person there at a time, um, which actually was really, really fun. But, um, but anyway, if you want to be part of that, go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining me and have a great week wherever you personally are in your deslobification process. And I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye.